Hey, hi, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Something We Gotta Talk About, the podcast. You are joined by your fave on series two. I'm Mercy. And I am Diana. And we are back with another episode. We have many things to talk about. Oh yeah, the the list is looking juicy. The list is really looking juicy. And we are on another pre-recorded episode because our girl living it up in LA <laughs> and also being an educated babe and also doing career things like doing the absolute most um so this is our last pre-recorded episode before she is back and we are doing um live recordings again but yeah let's get into some stuff because there's things that have happened there's things mm-hmm. that have come out there's things that the timeline has been saying and the first one about like what's on my mind is Renee Rapp this is a uh, actress, a singer, a personality. She is this. Um, she's currently in a lead role as Regina George on Mean Girls the Musical, and um, she is a singer. So she has music that is out as well. She also acted before that. I actually came into like knowing who Renee Rapp is via her music versus her acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was also on the Terrell Show, which is this. Um show on youtube done by someone called terrell grice and he interviews lots of different artists and um celebrities as well and he does it against something called the blue wall he's just such a great person in terms of how he conducts his show and production so check him out i've definitely recommended him before i'm so sure i have if i'm not this is me okay if i'm not this is me doing it (laughs) Um, but anyway, she just seems to be that kind of breath of fresh air when it comes to Renee Rapp being that breath of fresh air when it comes to, you know, when you see someone that's like, are you even media trained? Like, <laughs> do you know what you're saying? Do you know oh, what's going on damn. here? But she's super talented in terms of her music. And um, I'm sure she's super talented in terms of her acting. I've not really seen a lot of her acting. Um, but yeah, I just think she is taking the internet by storm right now mm-hmm. like she's literally trending all the time god bless it we love it i love her at this moment in time like she's doing such great things and she's just and you can tell it's just her personality um but something i did want to talk about other than praising renee rap for this moment in time as we like to say <laughs> and she has a sold out show in glasgow that's coming up in february Damn, as well that's cool. like, Dude, this is what I'm gonna say. Like honestly, um. So hope if anyone wants to sell their ticket, two tickets, please hit me up because me and my <laughs> sister would like to be going. Um. But yeah, like this, the thing I do want to talk about is I love that she's really like kicking off and doing great things and being just a hilarious person at this moment, and everyone seems to love her. But there's a little hesitance because there is something that came up a couple of years ago, I think, especially on TikTok, called the Jennifer Lawrence pipeline. And, oh. right have you I heard of exactly, it i know exactly what you're, talking, what you're talking about i think you shared it in the pod before as well or between yes, us probably well if i mentioned it before and you know you know but if i haven't very very quickly like the jennifer lawrence pipeline jennifer lawrence came onto the scene she was just kind of like a little bit unhinged like a little bit like <laughs> quote-unquote unprofessional in the celebrity world but everyone loved it because she was more relatable and then she was like heightened on this pedestal everyone loved her loved her she was literally getting every gig like she was doing the most um and she was still like being very relatable but then it got to a point where she had probably risen too high for people and all they had left to do is bring her down Mm. and literally everyone's like I just hate her there's no reason to actually hate her and I'm not gonna lie like 
I was getting a little agitated too, but it was just that thing where you're just like, oh my gosh, like relax, come off it, like you're doing too much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then she just disappeared. She just came off of acting. She kind of maybe did more things, like more subtle things, maybe some ads and stuff like that. She then like made mistakes here and there and um, where people were like picking at her and like, you did this and so we are going to cancel you and da 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 all this stuff. And then, like I said, she just disappeared. And then she went off to her own thing. I think she went off, got married. Like she's that, just, she? I think so. I could be making that up. But yeah. she did something in the, the realm of settling down, whoever knows, mm. whatever. But mm-hmm. just basically took a step, several steps back mm-hmm. and um, just let life happen around um, her previous like celeb title, if you will. Yeah. Um, and just kind of let it like tone down a lot um and then yeah and then she's kind of like gradually stepped back in in uh, in different roles I think she started doing a little bit more serious roles for a bit and now she's kind of bringing back and it's a shame because like if it's your personality it's your personality but it seems that she's kind of like bringing back her own personality like at the Golden Mm -hmm. Globes this year she was like kind of back to everyone's like oh my god J-Law J-Law yes I was like not (laughs) J-Law oh my god J-Law is back like we love that like blah 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 and I was like shut up you're the same people that like brought her down and now you're saying she's back as if you're the not the ones that kicked her out so I think everyone's like loving this for Renee Rapp at the moment and how real she is but they're just like we hope and pray she doesn't end up in this like J-Law pipeline because it's a a shame like this whole thing about raising people up just to drag them down is so common yeah and it, it happens so often and it's so scary like I and that's why I stand firm, 10 toes down, even 10 hands down if I could, <laughs> on saying that, like, being famous is one of my biggest fears. I just cannot fathom ever wanting mm-hmm. fame because it's so quick to, like, people are judged all the time. Yeah. But when you are um famous and on the global scale, like, you are on a microscope. Everything you do, whether it's good or bad, people will talk about it. And even if it's good, people will find the bad in it. Mm-hmm. And it's so scary to know that, you always have to second guess yourself. Even you could be the most headstrong person ever, mm-hmm. but there will be something that will be your kryptonite and will have you questioning everything about your life. It's so scary because it happened to, um, I mean, me, I don't know if it was deserved, but remember Zoe Kravitz? I mean, we all know who Zoe Kravitz is, right? But yeah. I got that girl. Oh! She brought that on herself. Sorry. That girl. <laughs> <laughs> No, my, no, yeah. she brought that on herself. She definitely brought it on herself, but it was funny because of how heightened she was at that moment in time. So um, Zoe Kravitz um, is, uh, I'm sure she's biracial or she's just light-skinned. One of them. She's One of them. black and she um, is an actress and she's been in like, you know, lots of different TVs and uh, TV shows and films, etc. But before she got dragged all the way down, she was just massive. I can't remember what it was that she was in at that time, but everyone was talking about her. She was the it girl. Like, she was, like, you know, the one for everybody to be, like, fangirling and everything. Then our Mr. Will Smith <laughs> <laughs> went to an awards show and stupid, um, what's even his name, that actor, comedian? Yes, Chris Rock. It's, so, it's fine. His name can be forgotten. It's, it's actually Nobody well. even cares about him. A stupid comedian started talking about Jada um, up on stage and um, basically making fun of her alopecia and Will said absolutely not I'm gonna slap that out of you and he literally slapped 
No, the ricochet off of that slap. Honestly, I still can't believe that happened. Like, I feel like that is such an iconic, I don't condone violence, but that was such an iconic moment for us to live through as a generation. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because everything around that time was so unserious. Like, we literally were like, is this real or what? Like, it's honestly Lupita's kind of reaction as this whole saga played out like is this a bit hold on what's happening wait this is serious let me just not do nothing like (laughs) what just happened yeah Yeah, he uh, will defended his wife um at the time that's what we thought she was um no them two them two are actual jokes honestly it's it's comedy at this point Anyway, he defended someone who obviously had been in his life for a really long time and who he loved dearly um, by slapping Chris Rock and saying, don't speak about my wife. And then, you know, obviously there was so much chatter around that topic around in, in that time where the people defended Chris Rock or defended Will Smith or, you know, had something to say about it. It was, you know, whether positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz then posted an Instagram picture of her at the awards show and said something like, um, me at the award show where now we're hitting people something to that effect right obviously condemning Will for hitting Chris and saying that it was you know it wasn't needed or whatever it was and my god that was the downfall of that woman it's like why are you in it is it your business thank you (laughs) is it your business to be talking about this also like literally you could have she wrote a caption about her fit and then it was like the last line of it like so you're just like so really and truly what was this gonna add what was this gonna do and then if you're part of the black community also like wasn't she probably a version of illegally dating um Jaden she was like her yeah Yeah. she was like fawning over Jaden I don't know if they were dating but like she was it was giving it was giving incorrect and yeah yeah like it was just that thing where it's like what possessed you to do this in what way does this serve you yeah absolutely none yeah and it was just like some celebrities really do need to like know when to like speak up about certain things or not like you know we've heard this time and time again some things are just the group chat like I'm pretty sure you've got friends and you can just say in the group chat or you can say it personally whether or not you believe um something to be good or not like you do not have to speak about it because it doesn't concern you. It's not mm-hmm. a global issue. Like, come on now. So, <laughs> and if someone asks you, just say, you know, it was a crazy time. Yeah, <laughs> really That's truly. It. But yeah, she was brought down like I've never seen before. Um, And it, and it is sad, like, when people are just literally, you said that height and height and height on this pedestal. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans and we just, we no one deserves to be up there like mm. up on this such a high pedestal and you're always going to have haters you're always going to have someone who's wishing for your downfall and are um you know waiting for that moment and they can be like yeah let's bring them drag them right down to earth all the way down even below earth below, to be honest. yeah like, i have never seen such a steep downfall in my entire life like <sighs> honestly self-inflicted as well that's <laughs> You know when you're just like, wow, if I could do things differently, if I just did not include that line in my caption, maybe yeah. I would have been all right. Uh-huh. And that's why I'm just also like, if I was like famous, like 
I wonder whether I'll get caught, caught out for certain things. Like, I don't know. Obviously, you never really know because yeah. no one's really watching you when you're just a normal civilian, well. But, <laughs> like, you just wonder, like, would I say something that could be, like, so dumb? And yeah. I don't know, because even, like, um, recently, I mean, it's not, like, that much of, like, a on-topic conversation right now, but, you know, Skepta, um, the rapper... Mm-hmm. He has um an album cover coming out. Oh, an album cover. Oh yes. Did you see all that chatter on Twitter? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't agree. I, but I'm also just like, do I don't know. I'm just like, it's just too sense. It's just. Too I'm much. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Until I heard what the album was about, I just saw the cover mm. and I said, "Who the hell signed this off?" Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. I know. Like it is. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting balance, but it's context is key. Co- I think that's the thing. context is key with everything that's going on right now. Like my, my good sir, mm-hmm. who signed this off? Like yeah. really, really. For I guess some context, like he's brought out, he had brought out an album cover for his upcoming album, and it is to do with talking about I don't know the spirit, his experience, or like skinheads and stuff like that, in, in the UK, which is very entrenched in terms of like racism and, and things in that respect but the album cover only shows the back of heads and their skinheads mm-hmm. and then it has a tatted word on it on someone's the head or something like that album. the yeah. title of the album I can't remember what the title of the album is child gas me up gas me you see the title of the album is called gas me up it's on skinheads it's fa- everyone's facing forwards they're all kind of like um white skin tones of course mm. but it's uh, it's just just not looking cute and then gas me up essentially everyone's like it's giving concentration camp branding yeah. like tattered things on and and skinheads because they had to shave their heads etc and all that kind of stuff and yeah people were just saying this is highly anti-semitic mm. um which is obviously not what his intention was Mm-mm. but i think his response was fair yeah, because at first he said that he well, I don't know what happened now because he's, there's been two responses. Oh, is there two? I only saw yeah. one. I only saw so one. So when um when the chapter came out, obviously to people people were saying you know like this is highly irresponsible. You know, with the context with everything that's going on right now, you shouldn't yeah. have this. He um basically said you know I that wasn't the intention. Um you know this the part of the mood board was like you know skinheads da da da. And I understand like people's points, so I'm gonna not have this as the album cover. And okay. then the following morning, he was like, "I'm not gonna be silenced." And that kind of way, he was like, "I'm not gonna like this is a creative oh. or something." And so I think he's so going ahead with it. Oh, Which, that's why I'm just like, I understand his point to like, yes, creativity shouldn't always be like, you know, I guess not creativity. Sub- yes, yeah, creativity subjective. However, when it pertains to current global issues, or global issues, to be fair, are that are just way too hard to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just too much, and I think you know what it is. I think if it was a different type album title, yeah, 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 fine. It would have been absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's the it's the title. Gas me up. The, that's crazy. And the yeah, exactly, and the connotations that has with yeah. skinheads. You know what I mean? Not skinheads to the UK, but like skinheads just in general of shaved heads you know what i mean but it's, so... it's no it's honestly just the, the fact that it's highly it will give highly anti-semitic it's far too close to the holocaust Absolutely. like it's just 
and and the thing is is that it's a very difficult time right now in that conversation yes. in itself yeah. so it's like why would you want to like that add fire. pepper like uh-uh. do you know what I mean like it just makes no sense so I I didn't know he did a follow-up but what I'm deciphering in my head or trying to you know understand in my head and what I think is the case is that obviously the first one was a PR response mm. like that is not him like he was told to say that yeah. and then the next day he said screw all of you like, yeah, what do you mean like, like, I'm gonna do whatever I, I want to do. do this is my art this is my creativity and like fine but the problem is is that you've already said one thing and now you've said another so now everyone's like oh so you're just gonna go by what people say and then you're gonna come back with your mind that's to you clearer and you know do whatever you want and so it's like everyone that then respect like I said it's like I respect the response he acknowledged what he did and then he's like but you know for the general public or just everyone that might that have take that has taken offense to this I hear you, I see you, and we're not going to go down that route. It's an album cover, like, babe, come on. It's not that deep. It's really not that deep. Like, I promise find... you, if you put if you put down, like, a black... I mean, we're album... trying to say that. We're going <laughs> No one cares. We are one and the same. Sorry, because I even cut you off, no so I'm glad one. it was the same thought. But you go ahead, girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just thinking, I was, that was my thought process as well. If you literally... I'm pretty sure um, Stormzy had this in one yeah. of his albums. A black background uh-huh. white writing nobody ca- people want to hear the music no one's exactly. looking at it. I'm, I'm so sorry I get it I mm-hmm. understand it's part of the creative process however think about the impact you think about having right and I've always said intention versus impact like it's such a powerful formula it's such a powerful tool like it doesn't matter how well-intentioned you are if your impact is damaging and if you can see that before you have to sign off and something is actually going ahead going ahead then do you know what I mean like just it's less it's less damage it's yeah. like does it really pain you pain you this much print it out and put it on your wall I beg of you like I just don't <laughs> exactly. understand like some artists are so and I get it it's like you said it's your own personal creative journey like it's it's this is what you envision this is re- representative of what this piece of work is but when you share something with the public, it's low-key no longer it. yours. Yeah, like, exactly. Do it's you know what I mean? Shared. And I think, like, you can re... Especially because the album isn't even out yet. So it's like, I'm pretty sure there's time to re-envision what that creativity looks like. Yeah. Because what you could have is, okay, I'm not going to have this as, a cult, as, as an album cover. Can I just have this as part of the promo or something like that? Where you have the skin hairs, but your face is showing. And then you have that as something else to do with the album, but it's not like the main thing. And it's not got that link to what people are obviously pressed about, which is yeah. very, very granted. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, I think like, yeah, it's scary to think that if you are in the public eye, like yeah. the things that you would maybe get away with not knowing um, or not being so public, you might get you know a little bit oh things gonna can go south very quickly mm-hmm. um but I just think also just be, have sense like thank you that's where it not, comes down to yeah have sense and know that if you are not in the PR world especially like have a team that's very aware you know of things around you so you can be like because for me when I if I have something that I want to like check or run through mm. people I have friends and family to do that and I always will do that to kind of make sure that things are like not that anything's ever like you know crazy or going to be damaging or like 
have some controversy at all but it's just to get insight and see what people think like even presentations like these presentations that I'm giving in LA right now like in, in California I literally when I first created the, the, the um title I was like Stevie what do you think about this and he gave me some some opinions I always run by things so it's like just yeah, yeah you're not yours you're not on your own like you're not okay. like honestly and I'm just like just don't give people like ammunition to to come at you like honestly just don't do it and if you want to be big and bad and take it fine but then don't come complaining when your next album people are like boycotting or Mm. like whatever do you know what I mean just don't just don't have peace but if you don't want peace then I can't help you 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 want problems take the problems and Mm -hmm. that's you on your own but yeah man like I still just find it so bizarre that people in the limelight or if you can see yourself creeping into the limelight I don't understand why people don't do a full we've said this many a times don't do a full sweep and just clear out their socials or just start again they'll catch you they will catch you always it always does even twitter as well it's just like especially twitter word all you can do is search for a word word. you know someone will get caught up caught out on Mm -hmm. and that's you done dusted and then and then we get the notes app apology or the crime video so sick of it so just be a good person yeah and you know i i refuse to say to think people are like oh i've changed and i'm a different because yes maybe you have changed but you know for sure for damn sure that you were a mad person at one time yeah don't tell me you'll Come remember on. what you've been saying not, on these streets right do we not all have guilty consciences like yeah. i just don't like i sometimes do you know what? you bringing that up like i'm literally like sometimes i'm like am i just really good at retaining like memory and like things that have happened and things people have said or things i've said because if something like comes up that reminds me of something i'm like oh my god yeah like i remember i like said something like that or mm. i remember someone said something like that and then when you, t- I don't know, like when you talk to someone, I feel like they don't have the same thing. And it's really, it's really weird because I'm just like, am I just retaining all the information? I hate it. I hate, I love it for me in terms of remembering what I've done. But like, I yeah. hate it when I'm like, when you're talking to someone and you you might bring something up and they're like, oh my God, did I say that? Yes. Yes, you did. It came you out did. of your mouth. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's so wild, isn't it? Like, just, yeah. Yeah. But we need to, sorry, have better memories, people, and just start doing the the clear out. Please, (laughs) it will save your career, to be Mm -hmm, honest. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess something else um, that I saw on, I think it was Twitter or TikTok, one of them, Mm -hmm. um, was that I've always known I've used my iPhone at 2%. Like, as in, not battery, as in capacity. Like, (laughs) honestly the amount of things that this thing can do that I, I think I need to go on a course several probably yeah there was this thing where it's like if you take a picture of mm. a label on like your clothes or something or just like uh, you know where it shows all the washing instructions and stuff like mm. that but it's got all those signs at the bottom yeah if you take a picture of that label and then if you like click like click on the in- there's an info button at the bottom it tells uh-huh. you what every one of those signs mean no way legit and I was like nah nah lies absolute lies I did it I did it 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 literally does and I said oh my god God. (laughs) what in the world yeah (laughs) and this label was like almost faded like blah 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 Mm. blah. picked it up still what that is so good 
crazy. That is so good. The one thing I have loved about iPhone since they're like, you know, kind of bringing out a lot of new features. I know it's a good few years ago now was just that um document like scanner. Mm. Because who I'm so sorry, who has scanners these days? Who has printers like, these days? Yeah, no one. Everyone has printers at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we need to be scanning our documents and having that on iPhones and being able to just put it straight onto your notes app so you can get it, especially if you've got like um like more of the Apple like suite and stuff like that. Being mm-hmm. able to just get it on your laptop or whatever. Ah tell me Honestly, the Apple so ecosystem yeah. is music to my absolute soul not even ears <laughs> my soul because really and truly the fact that yeah if I type something off my laptop it's on my phone mm-hmm. it's on my iPads it's on my watch do you yeah. know what I'm saying there was one time I wrote a shopping list but I left my phone in my car and I oh. said ah oh, mess up mess up mess up it's on your watch no way I didn't even know you could get a notes app on your watch girl I don't know whether I texted myself or it was on my notes oh. app but it was it was definitely there do you get that it? is so good I love right? that and, I love that like, it's just it just helped me not have to just try to do shopping off the top of my head and forget right? something or have to go out to my car and uh, you know what I mean because I was even in Costco you want me to ah, come in uh, 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 scanning again no no like, absolute so, mess up <laughs> yeah really truly I just I'm like I use my phone at 2% capacity. Apparently, I've not tried this one, but apparently you can do it with plants. If you take a picture of a plant and you click the info, it'll tell you what plant is. My plants are dying. <laughs> I need to take better care of them. I need to know what to do. Maybe Apple can help you. It can, it can. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, I think that's the thing for me. I get how people feel high in my ear about not having an iPhone and not yeah. being part of the Apple like ecosystem and stuff like that. But I'm just like, you make my life difficult because I can't FaceTime you. Yeah. Like, I don't care. WhatsApp, I've already said my woes about WhatsApp. Freaking, I'm bullied into using WhatsApp, let's be real. <laughs> um, but I will use it nonetheless. And AirDrop. AirDrop is so... Oh, AirDrop is the best feature of apple ever i honestly i'm obsessed with it the fact you can just get the same quality yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh do you know how annoying it is because so i i do the one thing about iphones i don't like is the camera quality it it Mm -hmm. doesn't compare to um, androids to be fair so whenever i'm out stevie takes pictures of me on his phone it's so annoying because the whatsapp quality my dear like ah the it reduction ain't, it ain't right it's it ain't not right. it. yeah <laughs> it's not right <laughs> it's okay legit it's man. so sad but airdrop ah it's actually so good <laughs> and the fact that it doesn't have to save to your um album until you want it to and you yeah. or nowadays you can just say like all the pictures that have no wait airdrop goes straight to your album yeah, sorry it so does, i like it that does. but i do it sometimes when you can send things over like just through net and normal iMessage and you can just save everything in the one room not the sound effects but legit man like this is the thing like i'm just like it's not even like a like a status thing where someone's like oh i don't have an iphone i'm just like this is actually very inconvenient for me yeah like you're being an inconvenience in my life like what do you mean (laughs) like i can't i was like i'll just airdrop it um Mm, i can't can't. (laughs) what do you mean you send over email or something yeah yeah don't be stupid. Like, we honestly. do WeTransfer. <laughs> we transfer. Let me send you a WeTransfer link. Honestly. Then I have to go, go on the web, on the, the, the web and then download. Yeah. Then put it in my files. 
I beg. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm so sorry. To be fair, so like I know obviously Apple has all its woes and whatever, but I remember clearly that um one of the adverts that came out a few years ago and it was basically showing how iPhones can be used for people with disabilities and I was yeah. like oh my god this is sick like no, if there honestly, was ever a phone that seemed more inclusive like come on 10 10. I used to as I said I've used to work in DNI consulting and we did like accessibility workshops and stuff like that and we um, had a blind person who basically took us through the accessibility features of an yeah. iPhone and um, I was just like oh what my god we also had someone that was hard of hearing as well and they took us through the accessibility feature and i was just like the 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 quote and this was their words as well like they were saying that like yeah iphones are the most accessible accessible phone that they've used mm. and i said well say less yeah because there was some things on there where even and i've said this before as well but like when you create something more accessible for someone that's marginalized someone that has disabilities or whatever it is whatever level of marginalization that you are now creating something to make it more accessible you make it easy for everyone because mm-hmm. me is my eyesight great no i'm wearing glasses a <laughs> bit you know so anything that is for someone that has um lower vision mm. it will also be beneficial to me mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know sometimes like the dark mode right when that yeah came out. thank you thank you very That's much so whoever good. was involved thank you like but it's an ex- it's an accessibility feature people mm. just think oh aesthetic it's an accessibility <laughs> no. feature do you know what i mean there's the thing where it's like a magnifier like uh-huh. people are like oh this is this is great like blah 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 it's an accessibility feature but see yeah. how you're now benefiting you see of what i'm course, saying exactly yeah, yeah. It, it's so it's honestly just so good and i i will stand 10 toes down for apple i'm so sorry hundreds <laughs> it's expensive and to be fair i'm sorry it's not like um i used to be able i used to basically upgrade my phone every two years and then you won't yeah. give it. i said it's enough you're you're doing too much now <laughs> every <laughs> iphone is it. the same <laughs> let me just jump up three or four when it yeah comes. <laughs> but they are they are really good and i don't think i'm gonna ever really go to a different phone Unless I'm given one, which even then I'd be like, can you retard? No, legit, <laughs> Can you swap? <laughs> I'll just use it. See, if I was to be given an Android or something, like, and, and like you said, gifted an iPhone mm. or like, an Android or something, it's, that will be my camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I That's think... it. Everything really? else. I'm sorry. Could, could you imagine? It's like how I keep saying about Spotify and how, like, it just yeah. holds all of my data and stuff like that. Could you imagine moving your life from your iPhone to an Android? First of all, I don't yeah. even know how to work an Android. Someone, someone handed me their Android and I didn't know what to do you know that thing where I was like is this what uh, like our parents feel like when they have to like navigate technology like you know what I mean like actually they actually handed me it and I was like I don't understand what this is yeah how do yeah. I there's no it's not a swipe up it's not a what what do I do here like <laughs> where are your this? apps like yeah. what's going on yeah, yeah I, I don't I I still don't understand how to use TV sport I don't understand why I was just like take me to the app yeah, literally. I do what I need to do. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, one ick about an Android. And listen, please, I'm not. I I will not respect. I'll respect you one percent less if you have an Android. <laughs> just one, just one percent less. Just one percent less. I mean, if you're a great person, that means nothing. Um, but I get the absolute ick when I see people on Instagram posting via Android because I can tell. 
Oh, the stories. Oh, <laughs> fonts and the emojis. Oh, oh. The emojis are the one. Oh, they're the so fast. Disgusting. Why did it look so disformed? They actually look scary. They're terrifying. You know, like, you, you know the one that's like the all the teeth showing, right? Like it's terrifying. Terrifying. Honestly, <laughs> it's so bad. Like because it's got like, like the... why? Oh no! Yeah, it's oh, I don't understand like, the outline. Like the the faces look squished. Yes, I don't. The eyes are big. <laughs> like, oh, I'm legit. so sorry. Surely could have gotten better illustrators. I'm like, yeah, you can't copy Apple, but surely oh, there's baby. better than that. I'm pretty sure even Facebook has better emojis than that. Right? Teams has better emojis than that. Bro, come on now. Honestly, it just looks so B tech. Like yeah. it looks. Yeah. <laughs> It looks so. Oh man, it just looks so bad. It's yeah, embarrassing, actually. Like, they're, they're, it's like surely, like, are you like bound to this, like, to the license of these emojis? I'm not. Sh- I don't understand. This is the thing. I'm not understanding. Like, I just thought. I guess every tech place owns their own emoji kind of design. But I'm a designer. Thought, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just thought that emojis was a universal, like these are the emojis that the internet is using. But really and clearly, and I guess truly, it's not. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if it's pride. Like, honestly, I'd just be like, if I was Android or see the thing is I don't even know who Android pertains to everything that's not iPhone. Like, yeah, because I guess Apple. it's like I don't even know what Android stands for because it has so many companies underneath Android, right? like Samsung, Google. I guess. <laughs> so this is the thing. Like I'm like, I, I just understand. feel like someone just needs to like suck it up and be like, come on. I was let's about to say Steve. Steve is no longer with us, but And he was also Apple. <laughs> That's what I said. I said somebody's a uh, bump Apple. Go, go uh, to Apple headquarters. Tim yeah. Cook. Whoever it is. It's like yeah, just right. need to buck up and say, listen, can we make a truce here? I know. Let's share emojis. My emojis is your emojis. Your emojis is mine. In fact, Apple says keep your emojis. Yeah, please. No, just give it run us our money and we'll give you the I love the license, please. On yeah, because I'm like I just don't understand how someone signed off and been like, yeah, sounds great, looks great. It's actually so icky, man. Like, and it's Come such on. a shame because I feel like when people like on WhatsApp, I assume if I was to receive an emoji from someone with an Android, and I can't see, I don't know that many people with Androids, but like if I was to receive an emoji from someone with an Android on WhatsApp or like instagram dms like i feel like it comes through as as, as an apple emoji. version what i don't know what the story is i don't understand i don't know why because even the fonts oh why do they have different fonts they look like they're children fonts literally it's the, oh, the bubble exactly <laughs> above the exactly. eyes of the J's. yeah <laughs> oh my god it's bad or bubbles like it's come on actually, now. like even there i mean comic sans listen i know it's a very accessible font and yeah. it's great for that but in terms of comic sans is very a very n- unserious font um but it's even worse it's from worse an android it's like it's like malnourished yeah <laughs> it's not even thick it's like the weight of the lines are not like, thick enough. Thick enough. It just, it honestly just looks like someone. It looks like the first edition of yeah. the final product. That's yeah. what Android emojis look like. Yeah, literally <laughs> the beta version for sure. But yeah, man. Anyways, as funny. I said, it's only one percent less um, respect I will give you if you have an Android. And that's yeah, 
That's it your is, own. It's so funny. But yeah, definitely let's go on TikTok to find out how you can use your um, devices better. Even just like home products as well. Like, yeah. Ah, do you know, the one thing that I learned like quite recently, maybe like a like, year or two ago, was how to like store larger items in Tupperware. Like I was always sitting, squeezing it in, squeezing it in. Just flip it upside down and use the bottom as a cover excuse me no. i know right Try again so imagine right you've got a bit of cake and you okay. want to put it in tupperware right yeah. but it doesn't really fit into the the tupperware dish uh-huh so you can just put it on the lid and then use rather than squeezing it all in and trying to like put the cake in and then you're putting the lid on top uh-huh. literally just put like whatever it is you want on the on the lid of the tupperware dish Put the bottom of the Tupperware dish on top of it, and that's so it's got a cover rather than it being the bottom. Do you get what I mean? Oh, because I was about to say, babe, it's upside down, but you keep it that way. Keep it that way, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Right? So that, especially if you've got things like icing or whatever, mm. so rather than you're trying to like squeeze it in, like you're cutting it up on all these different shapes or whatever, and then you've got the lid now, just like transferring all the icing off of the cake. Mm-hmm. Just put it the other way around honestly and that's literally what a cake cover is i guess as well. it is yeah, I was yeah. that's like the when people put like the actual glass coverings over a cake i hear that i think right. it's that thing as well you know when something is used in a certain way everyone mm. thinks that's the be all end all of how it should yeah. be used uh, because i'm like nah but then the whole thing's upside down but i guess mm. who cares you yeah. know <laughs> still um, transporting the goods <laughs> i recently saw someone that wore started wearing their dresses backwards because yeah, they were like you I've know what yeah like some dresses have just like they look good both ways and they're mm. like why why should i wear it the right way around yeah. when it also looks good backwards and i was just like yeah why not because it was like a viral um, t-shirt or something from Zara, I think, a, a while ago that like could have been worn like backwards and it looked better backwards or something like that. So yeah, I do love them like fashionistas or yeah. reinventing the wheel of how to like outfit repeat, but not outfit repeat. Exactly. Maybe. I love that. Be versatile. Yeah. You know, do things, um, if, even if something's meant for something, it could very much work in another mm-hmm. way. And then you have it longer, multiple yeah. ways to do something. No, yeah. I love that. Um, okay, something we've got to talk about, which mm. I... <laughs> hey! Okay, <laughs> this is a very unserious take with it because this this can go down much deeper routes and stuff mm. like that, but it has been peppering my mind for way too long and uh, there's never <laughs> an answer. And I have come to the conclusion that there is no answer to <laughs> this. But interracial casting plus dating mishmash of both of them mm-hmm. when I say casting I mean when it comes to tv shows movies and especially in a romantic sense I am finished it is enough it is enough all this all these adverts all these movies all these ca- why is it every single time it's an interracial couple mm-hmm. it's enough it's enough honestly sometimes if we want to go mediocre white let's let's stay there but not every day <laughs> and also when it is interracial casting so it's a black man with a white woman yeah, I end it, man. End the narrative. And I'm not saying it's not right. Listen, I'm not saying whatever. As I said, it goes deeper. And I don't know if I'm ready to be doing that yet. But <laughs> what I will say is that every single thing that comes out on television, I just get bothered, bad and bothered. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, is this the only thing you guys see out there? 
is it really is it really what is this what is this going on the interracial interracial casting it's enough man it's yeah. enough yeah it, it, and it's like it just goes into subconscious thinking that that is a norm like that's a thing and it's like yeah I get you wanted to start trying to diverse diversity diversity but are we really just a diversity quota to you like you know what I mean honestly and it's 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 annoying and it's a shame because it's so illegit. It's like so disingenuous mm-hmm. because you just you see it. You're just like you're just wanting someone of a different ethnicity on that blue screen, mm-hmm. and so you think, ah, what makes a lovely ho- couple? Oh, of course, a black woman, a white woman, and an interracial baby. Come on now. Do you know? But the thing <laughs> is, even yeah, if you're going to do interracial casting, mix it up. Yeah, given variety, given Asians, both. Yeah, because like, just... that's what, the, the problem is black man, white woman. Every rom com that has an interracial casting, that is yeah. literally what it is. Yep. Give me, fine, give me white man, black woman. Fine. Give me Asian man, white, black woman. Give me, give me something. Mm-hmm. Something. Work with me here. Work with me here. Like, give, give them, if it was a mix up of all of yeah. the, the races in the world. <laughs> then we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah but really and truly i've been just seeing like especially upcoming rom-coms upcoming dramas um romantic dramas or whatever they're called i've been seeing i've been seeing and i'm just like again really uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's, it's a shame because i'm sure the stories are great but there are times when i've just I, i've just bypassed i said yeah. I, I can't do it i cannot I, me i cannot do this one again but mm. I, i've had I've heard exactly. the story. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever it's like the black man as well, they're usually a little bit light-skinned or they're mixed themselves. And it's like, oh, brother. Like, come on now. Like, and then sometimes it's the same black man that they cast. Yeah. And they're yeah. always with a white woman. I'm just yeah. like, now you need to tell me if this is a request. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame because it's like, so the guy who, I forgot his name, but the guy who acts as Chidi in The Good Place, mm. bless his heart, mm. he every day casts a white woman. Every day. Apart from an, um, a show called Love Life, and he finally got matched with... Well, actually, he started with a white woman, and then he ended up with a black woman. But like, <laughs> it's just one of the things I was like, hey, it's every day, my guy. Yeah. And then another British actor, Papa. I forgot his oh, second yes. name. Every day. Let's see, do I think it is? Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. every day, every day. And I said, yay. Are you not tired? Mm-hmm. But I guess you need monies. I don't know. But like really and truly, it's just just seeing it and then oh adverts. Oh my goodness. The Working adverts. in Adland, and we have said this, and when I say we, I mean me and people who make sense have said this time and time again. It is enough. Like honestly, this whole black man, white woman, mixed babies, or they don't even bring the the the, the woman. They'll just have a black man with mixed babies. And I said, yeah. So so you, so what I'm it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give us a full black couple like yeah. that's fine like honestly it just it won't pepper you too much. I, I don't know Sainsbury's might say something different although they stood <laughs> their grounds with yeah, that Christmas ad but really and truly it's mad that that can really shake up and cause a ruckus it's crazy it's public really don't like not seeing themselves I hate it but, uh, but I thought diversity I thought representation didn't matter oh exactly Oh, oh! <laughs> you got them. Tell yeah, them again. Yeah, like, I literally—it's—it's no, it's so though. funny. I was watching a movie yesterday, um, called "Always Be My Always Be My Maybe," and it was like to uh, an Asian couple, and I loved it. So I was just like, yeah, like, yep, yeah, 
normal like do you know what I mean yes. it's just like I like that kind of like diversity but it's uh yeah like we're just they just happen to be Asian but it's just love is love in it like exactly because so that's the thing as well like sometimes it's like okay so fine if they do do like a full black couple or they do do a full Asian couple or whatever and then they make that the absolute central storyline yeah like, you're like oh, okay come on. <laughs> I guess we can't win everything so we have to have struggle like I get yeah. this thing where it's like this will naturally come up fine if they manage to weave that in like naturally fine like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's something like I don't know if they see something they have a conversation and it's something only black people would get and they get then they show that as the couple mm-hmm. cool I love that but not like them getting shouted down the street and you discriminated against yeah and then they're um, like now woe is me like you yeah, know yeah yeah struggle it's every day struggle yeah exactly and it's like every day don't, don't need to be addressing the elephant in the room come on like it's oh. actually right we can just exist and also be happy and also have love and also just have normal lives exactly exactly Fine. yeah it's just it's something that i have tried to not get like bothered by but the sheer volume of it is just it's a lot what are you trying to tell me and and honestly if we were to do the quota I'm pretty sure the lowest number would then be the black woman being a love interest I'm Mm -hmm. just saying Mm -hmm. yeah you know I mean look at reality tv shows just oh just by looking literally at any of them that you see yep yeah, facts. How often do you see the black women get in love? But, and honestly, the only place you'll see that is Love Island USA. Yes. The wildest, wildest franchise to ever <laughs> apparently prove that black women are loved and respected Desirable. to some degree. But yeah, man, crazy. It is Absolutely so bad. Crazy. I know. Speaking of um TV of reality TV shows, actually, to be specific, I have just finished watching Selling Sunset. And you know what? If you have never watched, or if you have watched Selling Sunset, you will agree that is one of the best reality TV shows to ever exist. As in, it is TV gold. Okay. I haven't seen drama like this in my life. Not me smiling. I was addicted. So I started watching Selling Sunset on Boxing Day. I've just finished all seven seasons yesterday, which was like the, what, I don't know, 13th of January. Period. <laughs> For like just over two weeks seven seasons it's a lot but it was so so good and I absolutely loved it and I'm like itching for the new season to come on but I've got the other franchises to watch so literally watch your space I am so proud of you <laughs> honestly I'm so proud I'm so happy this uh, I'm elated <laughs> it's so funny because I'm just not really like a reality tv person but when I when I find one that I love honestly I'll go hard um, but on top of, of well, if you don't know what Selling Sunset is, essentially it's um kind of based around the Open Home Group, which is a real, you know, real estate company in uh, California or in LA. Um, and essentially it's like these two brothers called Jason and Brett Oppenheim, and they have a company where they basically just employ women to sell houses um in Beverly Hills or kind of all around LA. And these houses, hmm, the clientele is giving ballers clientele's given celeb millionaires billionaires as in yeah. houses mm-hmm. it's funny because even look at one that's like half a million you're like is that it 
Look at what it's like two million. That's like, oh, that is. I was like, that's actually that's actually quite expensive, you know. Yeah, I was like, oh, lightweight. It's quite small, isn't it? Quite small. I'm not sure about that. Two bathrooms. Only one pool. Like, what do yeah, you mean? Yeah, come on now. <laughs> it's so funny how much you get um sucked into it, and then I'm I look around and I'm like, oh, I'm renting, and like I maybe like less than I don't even know like five hundred square foot. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's so funny, but it's it's really good. And aside from all the kind of like glitz and glamour of it all are like friendships. And the one thing that we definitely have to talk about is like watching friendships break down because this TV show will have it all. It has mm. friendships being made and then quickly they're gone. Yeah. And it's an interesting one because I feel like we've observed like friendship breakdowns in TV like for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And also like in I guess just general public kind of like when you see people beefing online or who used to be friends who didn't used to be friends whatever and all these things happening and then you think about it you can see it happening in real time you're just like why are you doing this like are you Mm -hmm. like you know are you being a good friend and then you think about it personally you're just like what like would I do that like what are the kind of steps I would take to kind of like prevent that from happening um and I just want to kind of like get into that conversation of like do you see things happening in real time and go ah see, I've done that like do you know what I mean and being like oh or like do you are you quite aware of like certain things that can happen in your own friendships and then how do you circumvent like I guess like friendship breakdowns to that degree where it's like so like visceral and it's like done dusted I have said this before <laughs> But the reason I love reality TV shows is because you get to watch scenarios play out and wonder what you would do in that situation when it's not your mess, you know? I've also had situations where I watch something in a reality TV show and I'm like, oh my gosh, how the hell could that happen? Like, blah, blah, blah. Then it happens to me. Mm. And I'm like, oh, damn. Okay, (laughs) let me check myself. Like, you know. But yeah, I think in terms of the friendship capacity and seeing how things go about, I do watch reality shows and I'm like, um I would never have approached it like that mm-hmm. or I would be like what what would I be if I was even the like adjacent to the situation you know that thing where friends are in an argument and you're a friend of one of them or yeah. something like that or your friend even worse you're a friend of both of, both them. of them and it's like which do you take a side like mm-hmm. how do you do you get involved do you not get involved like it's honestly they're case studies reality yeah. shows they're case they studies they are so so true so the one um friendship that I wanted to chat about was um Chris Shells and Amanda's and how that obviously played out in the last season yeah and it's funny because obviously um I don't know I just feel like it was so obvious what was going on to us as a viewer and I think to like quite a few of the girls around them but they just didn't quite seem to kind of get what happened yeah and it's and also I guess obviously don't have all the details but from what they've shared I feel like we could definitely kind of dissect dissect that friendship down and be like what was going on so with Chriselle and Amanda essentially they were super super close and then obviously things kind of started shifting when Chriselle I guess came out more for Shell and started being a little bit more as what she calls a little bit more assertive a little bit more um you just don't she's guess, less of a people pleaser less of a people pleaser exactly and owning her decisions owning her decisions 
Um, but she was also going through a lot of things in her own personal life, which I think she said that were making her fuse a lot shorter. She just wasn't yeah. up to dealing with any nonsense. Yeah. So she started getting really, really close to Emma, which I love their friendship. They were quite cute. You know, they did their own thing. But Amanda did not seem to like the fact that Tuchel wasn't in the kind of group environment anymore, especially because she had this issue with Nicole. It's Nicole, oh my God, where did she come from? I'm so sorry. She's she an OG, is she not? one, she was like, <laughs> I didn't even know she was a realtor. I thought she was just like a friend. I didn't even days. remember she was in season yeah, one. She looked so different, that's probably why. Oh, okay. Because when she popped back person. up, I thought it was just, they gave us, because they gave us quite a lot of context in terms of like how, she you know, who she was and how she knew like Jason and Brett from, ta- like she was like their first kind of hire or whatever it is yeah so i was like oh okay like she's not this is the first time she's been on the show but you she was in season one yeah but i guess also because i watched it all in such yeah a that's what i'm saying time, like i would have remembered yeah 100 that's that's mad that she was present at some point mm-hmm. because not one person including myself remember. remembered because <laughs> she so she was at um she was at Mary's bachelorette party. So she was kind of like here and there. Okay. And then she officiated their wedding, like Mary oh. and Romaine's wedding. Okay. Yeah, mad, right? So I genuinely thought she was just like a normal person. She seemed really nice from the get-go. Then she came into what, season six or whatever, and she was on a, a mission to destroy Cashel. Yeah. And for me, I think it all rooted from jealousy. She was so jealous. Like, obviously, Cashel dated Jason, and she was like the best of the girlfriends, mm. of the ex girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, I'm sorry, a problem. Like, yeah. Sorry, Jason. Why are you dating oh. all of your employees? Yeah, that's. And, and then if you don't date the employees, you're dating girls that are like 20 years younger than you. He nice. is an issue, but <laughs> we digress. We'll get into that topic another time. <laughs> There's so many case studies to, to like chat about too. Sounds like it's bit. got so many threads, honestly. It's so funny. But yeah, back to Chrishell. So Chrishell had an issue with Nicole. Um, I do think that Chrishell was always in the right with whenever they came to their arguments. I was like, I'm so sorry, Nicole, you are on one. There's like no basis for your aggravation other than just pure jealousy um but because of that it created a rift between I guess the group in terms of like the dynamic they had and Chrishell was kind of isolating herself a little bit more and kind of being like well I don't really want to be involved in this and if they were together they were arguing constantly and both of them went below the belt constantly and I was just like mm-hmm. I get why as Chrishell she's like well I'm gonna do it. I don't want to do that every single time so yeah. I'm just gonna take myself out of it but then Things came to a blow one of the nights where Amanda basically um, realised that Chrishell and Emma had gone off and done their own thing when they should have been having dinner with the whole team. And so she basically put a video, uh, recorded a video being like, you know, you should be here. Um, everybody else is here. Like, there's no excuse. Da-da-da-da. Like, basically saying it's completely rude and unacceptable that Chrishell and Emma weren't at the dinner and sent it to Chrishell. And I was like, no, girl. Like, would you do that to your friend? No. Well, but if she said that is the right thing to do to a friend. Apparently call them up, so. call them up, and you know, let them know that what, yeah. like, basically, like tough love. I think she yeah. might have mentioned at some mm-hmm. point, and that she was trying to be peacemaker, peacemaker, peacemaker. It's like, sorry, are you part of the UN? Like, come on now. I'm screaming. <laughs> 
nobody asked you to be peacemaker so for me like when I was watching it I was like that isn't how you speak to your friend for one and that's not how you pull up your friend for things that you think they're doing wrong if anything that should have been a private conversation and being like what happened like how come you weren't how come you weren't there what is the reason make me understand why you weren't there because I think you should have been there it was never a place as a friend to be like you should be here there's no excuse for you not to be here what was something well partly was something really bad going on with Chriselle but I was like what something was like fundamentally she'd found out really bad news that night it's just the initial you know show face there or whatever whatever so I'm like there is a lot of situations where you do see in reality tv shows where you're just like that was not compassionate and I think unfortunately Amanda was a big contributor to that fall down that break that friendship breakdown mm. um and do you or like, do you think the same thing or do you think like there was like more fall to somebody else or both um, or okay so context it's been a minute since I've watched that last season <laughs> there has been a lot of content I've consumed since yeah, then true. but I will say Amanda sending the video to Chriselle was very childish just because I think that if you really care about someone and you want to tell them about themselves I don't think you should do that in public that'd no. be like if my if, oh even the thought that makes me sick but like if my partner was to call me out in public are you dumb okay exactly okay you know what i mean like that's stupid yeah it like, is. What, you just want to embarrass your person who you claim to love right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. friendships are, are this friendship seemed to be really deep so i'm like why on earth would you call them out in front of everyone especially when they're not there but i think she in her head what i imagine amanda might have thought was that no like i'm not going to talk behind her back Mm. and you're not here so therefore i'm gonna do this in front of everyone so they know that i'm saying this but i'm gonna make sure you know that i'm saying this so i'm gonna record it and send it to you do you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying because i think that's what chelsea was saying she was like how are you gonna say all this stuff and she's not even here to defend herself she said fine i'm gonna record it so i just think that was the complete wrong move but she was already too too far in like yeah she was, she was already in it like she was like well if i do if i don't do it then I'm, it looks like i'm taking a side or whatever it is um, so I think Amanda was absolutely terrible. Every wrong decision was made at that dinner party. Every every wrong decision was made. And mm-hmm. also, I think it's annoying in terms of like entitlement, um, where it's like just because all these people are here, especially Mary, um, who she had a miscarriage, right? Yeah. So that that's basically she was like Mary's here, and she's like literally had the worst time, but she's still here with us. I'm sorry. I loved how Chriselle's like, this is my work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need like, to be there. <laughs> I don't need to be anywhere where you lot are. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be like that. This is my work. And the boundaries, obviously, between personal and professional at the Oppenheim group, They're from so... what we see through Cell and Sunset, is non-existent. Yeah. So creating your own, I think, is very fair. Because mm-hmm. God forbid I feel forced to go to work functions. Are you joking? God forbid. I, I came to the trip in the first place. Now you want, want me to be at every everything dinner. And also, I have to sit, I have to live with you. I'm and so, on top of that, my ex is there. Yeah. And on top of that, his new girl is there, who's also saying that she's not. Oh, she was so she's, dumb. she's saying that I'm, I'm bullied to her, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that conversation between, side note, that conversation between Chrishell and Mary Lou was comical she showed her age but in a very bad way like she was our age essentially 
but she was acting like a 15 year old yeah how are you gonna tell me that i that my boyfriend's ex has to be friends with me and has to be nice to me i'm i love how Christian was like why do we have to talk yeah we don't have to she's like in fact i've been actually very better than civil like yeah, i do yeah. not understand like we genuinely we can exist in the same spaces like mm-hmm. i say decency in terms of hellos and you look yeah. nice and stuff like that why would you want anything more than me and, yeah. oh i just think that we should be no yeah i want to be friends you're not nice and it's just like you're just not um that nice to me and you don't you don't seem to like want to get to know me she was like what? what like why do I why do I need to get to know you <laughs> in what capacity are you my friend no I don't oh, want to be your friend exactly <laughs> I just called up Jason like I'm here with Chriselle oh my gosh and he's what? like what do I have to you be in this conversation <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yes in fact you do like you, you... got this upon yourself <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah man I feel like the thing is wrong and right decisions were made especially like between like Chriselle and Amanda I personally feel like they're just different now yeah. right their friend their dynamic is different but Amanda especially really wants it to still work mm. but it, there's things when it comes to a friendship where you're starting to diverge in terms of your lifestyles or just your frame of mind your perspectives mm-hmm. like you growing you're growing apart essentially mm-hmm. And you're trying to hold on. That's where a lot of friction happens because you're trying to operate in the same dynamic that you had before. But someone's dynamic has changed. And Chriselle hasn't been shy in saying of like she's thinking differently or she's thinking yeah. differently. But this is this is what she wants to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to adjust the way you have your dynamic with that person, then the friction is going to happen because mm-hmm. that person's like, I don't know why you're still acting this way because. I don't I don't work like that anymore you know and I have said I don't work like that anymore whereas Chriselle is definitely more in the fact that she's willing to let things go like in terms of let the friendship kind of maybe be looser than it was like Mm -hmm. not very having that tight bond anymore and I think that's like Amanda's very like loyal yeah so I imagine that slipping away feels hurtful and you know and so jarring especially but at the end of the day you're gonna get more hurt holding on because you're just like where is my friend that friend you used to know isn't there anymore yeah if you can't get with where they're at now I always say this when it comes to friendship breakdowns and when it comes to friendship breakups which I have had several of Mm. (laughs) but when it comes to I've not had several I've just had very significant ones that are very clear in my mind but I was agreeing in terms of saying like I also don't worry (laughs) I wasn't like oh my god yeah you have so many friendship breakdowns oh and I didn't even hear your reaction to that I think I literally (laughs) just had a moment with myself and I was like no everyone's gonna think that I can't keep a friend but (laughs) What I mean is I've had significant friendship breakups that yeah. I remember. Um, and yeah, like it, I think I've gotten to the point if you feel yourself growing apart and this can be on either side um, and it's more hurtful on the side if the other friend has moved on or is acting different um, mm. and you're just like, no, but I love the dynamic that we had. It's hard. It's so, so hard. but I do think it's easier, not easier. I think it's, better and healthier to acknowledge that and cut things off or let things fade and fizzle out in that respect 
than and and then preserving the memories that you did have so that at the end of the day you're like you're not necessarily close or friends anymore but you're definitely civil and you can like be very content with the memories that you've preserved Mm. versus trying to hold on until the very last minute that you end up having a blow up and having an argument and like being quite bitter towards each other that just like messes up and taints the entire friendship Mm. um relationship that you've had and all the memories just have like this layer of like nastiness over it yeah well they're like a really crappy person anyways and stuff like that and it's a shame um with that breakdown because no one we've said I think we've said this before but no one like prepares you for friendship breakup mm, mm. you oh don't go God, into a friendship anticipating a breakup yeah exactly and you like and that's, that's the thing when it happens to you you're just like I Im- imagined like growing old with this person in, uh, or having this person in my yeah. life for a significant amount of time yeah. and when they are ripped away from you it's like how do you navigate anymore like how do you have your sense of direction mm-hmm. or your kind of compass anymore because you just feel like they were such a an anchor point to certain parts of your life yeah. and it's really sad because I definitely had um a significant friendship break, like, breakdown last year and it it's sad because you look back on certain memories with such fondness but then you remember that you can't even like you can't recollect them together anymore and it just feels a little bit like oh and then you kind of have this self-talk where you're like where did I go wrong and I think it's funny because there was a conversation on Twitter like a, a good number of like months and maybe over a year ago now where Alani brought up like what do you like what is your friendship flaw and it's funny because all of the <laughs> all of the replies are people thinking like oh saying like oh I'm a perfectionist or like you know, things that were positive but trying to make it a negative light. And it was like, oh, that's not where we're getting. We're no, we're getting tell, me, tell me the real, real. Tell me the real, real, exactly. And I kind of had to sit with myself and kind of figure out, like, where, where did I play a part in, like, certain um, breakdowns of relationships? And I think, like, for me, I, I haven't gone to therapy with this yet, so who even knows where it's going to go? But, like, I think for me, it's like I have a very, like, um rigid vision of how friendships should be or who I think people are. Mm. And I barely let them be flexible with that. And it's quite scary because it's like, I need, I like to change and evolve. But I think it's because I can control that. I can't control anybody else's evolution. And so when I can feel them sort of changing, I'm like, well, I don't like that because that's not who you are and that's not who you, I knew you to be. Mm. And so that probably creates a lot of friction because it's like that's exactly what you were saying before. It's like one person's like, I don't that's not the dynamic that I, I live in or exist in anymore. But I'm sitting here being like, well, <laughs> this is how our friendship was like before. So yes. And it just, it's not making any sense because we're operating in very two different dynamics that just cannot coexist in that way anymore. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I, I think that's probably one thing that this year I definitely need to kind of, you know, that ins and outs, like figure out how to be a little bit less rigid with um other people <laughs> and my expectations of them. Um, but I don't know. I don't. Yeah, we'll see where it takes me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's. Let's. I think it's so good in terms of being able to hold the mirror up to yourself and at least acknowledge what the flaw is, because it could be mm. pretty ugly. Because you're mm. literally like, is is that how I think? Is like, that me? Is that, is that me? you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
this year like oh you literally like I've said this one before but mine in terms of like a lot of friendship breakdowns that happen and I've managed to clock it I have been through therapy with it but like Mm. I've managed to clock it so that and I've seen the effects of clocking it earlier but I when I had to realize I call myself a very direct and upfront person and I like to tell people how I like to be addressed and like how I deal with scenarios but I didn't realize in friendships especially that if I'm like pissed off about something I won't raise it until I'm I feel I'm pissed off not like when something just happens at first and I'm like oh I don't like that I don't love that but I'm like let me not make something out of nothing mm. um, but not realizing that I do that and it builds up and it stacks on stacks on like this person will be doing all this stuff and I'd be getting more aggravated as it goes along and then by the time my fuse like blows mm. they're like now where who what <laughs> I didn't know you were mad about this. Like, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. Annoyed that they didn't know that I was mad because I was like, "How can you not tell that I'm, I'm not acting different?" Like, da da da, and all this kind of stuff. And it's crazy because I was, it's, I've seen how that has played out, and that has, like, been a breakdown in a lot mm. of kind of scenarios and stuff. And it's, I think for me, because I put the blame on others, where I was like, "I want a friend that's perceptive. Like, I want a friend that." <laughs> I am a mind reader (laughs) and I'm out here telling people like no one's a mind reader like da 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 realizing I'm doing the same thing and and yeah it's just such a learning because and it's it's not like I'm gonna now immediately shift the other way it's a Mm -hmm. process and stuff but it's like yeah bringing up things that you're just like wait hold on I actually did not love that like Mm -hmm. that made me feel a type of way like blah, blah 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 and then they're like oh like so I didn't realize I'm sorry like blah, blah, blah. and I've had to start getting over that I didn't realize because I'm just like how <laughs> yeah yeah how did you not realize that like- it's, it's funny isn't it exactly because yeah. it's just like you 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 do think that because you are thinking about something so much or it's taking up a lot of your brain space yeah. and that should then automatically then go with to have sorry that should automatically be with that other person as well it would never think of that situation but unfortunately it's yeah it just it isn't it isn't like that but I totally get you yeah and it's but then also it's like that balance of like picking and choosing your battles where like do you raise everything that annoys you or do you only raise certain things and then how do you define whether or not something is important enough to discuss um because it goes into relationships as well where like Oh, honestly, I've heard some stories where I'm just like, people are actually in the gutter. And there's like things where like you can see from a very far distance that our relationship is breaking down or it's just not how you would perceive it to be. Mm. And so like, let's say someone raises it and they're like, oh, but you just need to pick and choose your battles and like what to discuss. I'm like, that's what you choose to, that's not big enough for you. Like, that's madness. Like, I don't get it. But then also, that's not my life. Like, you know, I think that's what it is as well. Like for me, it's like, realizing that, that there are certain things that like I wouldn't choose to do but that doesn't mm-hmm. make it that that's like bible for everybody else like people mm-hmm. can choose what to do with their own lives and that's perfectly okay mm-hmm. but oh honestly friendship breakdowns are the war uh, oh they're so painful the no one can prepare you for it like it's it's so difficult like you said there's multiple things you envision like milestones that you think you're gonna go through together and stuff like that like it's just hard when that gets taken away especially when it's like there isn't a real explanation for it like it's just it's just a 
feeling that you're mm-hmm. just like this we can't we don't we don't exist in the same space we've just grown up mm-hmm. and we are just different yeah and accepting that as quickly as you possibly can is is best and I think what's hard for me as well is it's the like how, when you pick and choose what to raise and what not and mm. and all that kind of stuff is it's trial and error and as mm. we all know I hate <laughs> mistakes I hate I hate things going wrong yeah. I, I hate it I hate it I hate it but it's really and truly trial and error like you might raise something and they're like I actually think you need to relax like blah 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 and then you get even more vexed but then you like come out of it and it's like was that worth it like I don't know like I did say how I felt but like did I need to bring it up like that mm. and then I'm like maybe I could have approached it differently and then other times when you do bring it up you're like nah like that needs to get off my chest like mm-hmm. I actually feel quite good about it but it's trial and error like you just mm-hmm. never really know mm-hmm. um and then yeah eventually it might get to a point where the decision is just can't work it just can't work anymore that is so true and I think that is the hardest part of it because you just you never want to get that decision you never want to yeah. have to be like put the band-aid off and call it quits because you just know how much how things how things will be so different yeah forward. Yeah. yeah but I think I always for me like <laughs> I feel like I've just gotten better at it because mm. I'm just like if something feels like it's draining me mm-hmm. and if someone feels like they're draining me I don't want that mm-hmm. like, I don't want that in my life and like Mm-mm. it would be nice to like I said preserve what's left and being able to, I guess, just be civil, and that's ox. But like, it's just, yeah, I can't. I'm at the age and time in my life where I'm just like, ah, please, I want people to be. What is that thing? Where is it? It's like drains or ah, when people can either be a. Oh no! Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me let me <laughs> capture it in my mind. So it's like, um, like in terms of relationships or dynamics that you have, you either have radiators or there are people in your life that kind of they're like infectious they make you feel good like they mm. warm you up they mm-hmm. warm you up essentially but then there's people who are drains who like they suck everything out of you like mm-hmm. they just take from you and take from you but they never give anything off mm-hmm. so like the positive one is that they radiate heat they radiate warmth they like give you like something back but drains they just take from you and take from you and then you'll just at one point have nothing left to give yeah so it's just like I'm like I'm done really having drains in my Mm -hmm. life like Mm -hmm. I just because I feel like I am a giver like I'm a giver of time I'm a giver Mm -hmm. of um just anything I can give I do my best to do it but and I'm very used to not receiving it back I think that's Mm. the thing as well I've been very used to not receiving it back and I'm so glad that I have like a really like supportive family because I'm like at least I'm getting it from somewhere yeah but I'm just at that point where I'm like there's too many people mm-hmm. dreams and I just can't anymore like I yeah. don't want that and I've also like I've also kind of gone through the same where I'm like I I try not to blame other people too much mm-hmm. and try to put the mirror up to myself and be like how am I contributing to this breakdown right now and then sometimes it's like, no, it's actually not you. It is them, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And and that's the acknowledgement piece for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, when I'm like, no, it is them. I'm like, well, there's nothing left for me to give. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just turn my faucet off so they can't drain anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Drain anything more from me. So, yeah, I think the drains and radiators analogy, once you catch it and understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a, a good one. one. It's yeah. a helpful one. Just like, does this person take from me or do they add to me? 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Which brings us on perfectly to something that people got to talk about. For me, it's the traitors. Because <laughs> if there's a show that I ever want to apply and go on, it's the traitors. And if there's a show where I can show you the friendship dynamics, how they can be formed yeah. and broken so quickly, it's the mm-hmm. traitors. Mm-hmm. Um I'm obsessed. Season two has gone off with a bang. Like it's so different already. I love um, that. Yeah, I just I really like it, and it's so interesting because they've obviously watched the the first season, and so I think a lot of them are trying yeah. to look on to like things that have happened in the past, and then wondering whether or not like it's a replication or you know mm-hmm. are are trying to be a little bit smarter. But this season, the cast are even better. Like they are not as unhinged but definitely a lot like smarter and just kind of like a little got their wits about them a little bit more but Mm -hmm. then you can also see that kind of I I I still don't understand it to this day (laughs) the the quickness in which these relationships can form yeah because I I do find that like I'm already I think I'm maybe on season I'm not I think I'm already in episode maybe like four or something or five and Mm -hmm. the people that are like I trust them 100% Bear in mind, it's been four nights, maybe three nights <laughs> and four days. And true, I'm like, true, trust. True. And when you're you're on a TV show to be betrayed, like, <laughs> come on now, let's be yeah. smart. Yeah, but it's it's so good, and I'm obsessed because um I love that like um, reveal of the mother and son of I thought that was, genius. Genius. That was so good so much better than so last year yeah I hope they don't tell anyone what I really hope they don't reveal it even if one of them goes I hope they don't really reveal it because because that's what the downfall of that couple was last year yeah they revealed yeah. it so quickly oh he was so weird that gone. was so strange yeah mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why he moved like that but yeah I'm so glad you're on board with the trainers yeah. like it's it's such a good show like yeah. it's there's something about deceit yeah (laughs) it's so enthralling like it is just yeah the dynamics watching the dynamics in that and watching the the dynamics between the traitors but also watching the dynamics between the faithfuls and then obviously no one really knows who's who apart from the traitors so it's like you just don't trust anyone Mm -hmm. and but then it's a shame because I'm like I guess obviously we're watching it and we know who's who yeah like the hell are you close with this person where they're a traitor and I'm like how are you not seeing all the signs but I'm like they have no concept they have no understanding they have no idea on who's who so obviously we're going to think something's obvious because we know who they are Uh so yeah I think they've really they're really on one with this I think Uh by the time this episode comes out it would have been done oh yeah of course so i'm excited oh. to, to see how the outcome is but Definitely. yeah if you've not gotten into the traitors get into it season yeah. two season two is out now um and it has really been doing doing bits yeah we can chat about it then in the next episode because that, that way it'll be all finished but yeah so far it's so good i love it yeah um so something else that people don't got to talk about is another watch um very different case yeah but it's a movie called good grief it's on netflix it was written and directed by dan levy and oh my goodness you know sometimes when you're like i just want a sad emotional watch like this is it it's such a beautifully shot and told story and essentially if i can get the 
synopsis right <laughs> it is about this guy who has been in a relationship with his partner and for some time he's happy he's got friends around him things are great this is around Christmas time but his partner ends up in a car accident which is fatal and essentially we go through the journey of him grieving his partner and his friends supporting him and um we and I love the pace that they go through it where we go through time yeah like it wasn't like two years later five years later they didn't really do that they just no. kind of moved through time and then mm-hmm. by how they were talking we realized where we were in the timeline so we yeah navigate the timeline of grief over like the period of like a year of mm-hmm. him and his part of him losing his partner and how his friends have you know been doing their best to support him and I think they did that well in terms of you know at times the friends were really like tuned in but then there were times when the friends were like come on get up like yep let's go let's live you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but then we find out that his partner had actually been seeing someone else and it's really interesting because obviously he's spent all this time grieving his partner Mm -hmm. but his partner was kind of doing something that would have been hurtful Mm -hmm. and they never even got to have a discussion about it so he then goes to you know where his partner you know met this guy and stuff like that and he I guess is just trying to understand it and Mm -hmm. navigate it and he takes his friends with him but then we understand that his friends are also going through their own things as well Mm. and it's just like I guess the it's like a friendship dynamic like yeah everyone is kind of there for each other but if you're not really saying all too much how can they be there for you type thing and it's a very interesting dynamic that we go through and stuff and they just as I said move through time so well because by the end of it even though it's so emotional and so like heartbreaking because you're talking about grief essentially throughout the film Mm -hmm. it still comes to like such a sad but warm close at least for me yeah I just at the end of it I was like sad but I was like this feels right like this is warm like this is life you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um so yeah and I think Dan Levy did an amazing job I actually then you know because I gotta do a little research but we found out that the inspiration behind the film is that he lost his grandmother like during like um I think it was towards the end of COVID and he also then lost his like dog as well um quite recently and the timeline between when he lost his dog and when he wrote this was a very short period of time so it's like him talking about this is his way of honoring it so you know how it says in memory of and it has those names oh right yeah that's that's right yeah his grandmother and his dog and I was just like you know what what is something so wonderful about artists and this is what I do rate about artists is how they can channel and convert their pain into art Mm-hmm. and it's so beautifully done throughout this film I'm yeah just like, it was shot so well it was. it was told so well and yeah man I just think that's one of the better kind of sad films that I've watched recently because I'm like I was definitely sad but mm-hmm. I was also just like this was so beautiful it's yeah a beautifully sad story yeah, I I really liked it as well. Like it, oh, it was just, it was just warm. Like especially at the ending, when you're just like, things felt quite like complete in a way, mm-hmm. but also like gearing up for a new lease of life. Yeah, which I really liked. Um, and you know, new possibilities as well for the friendships for him and for potentially 
um, other, you know, love in his life or whatever that could be, what that looks like. So it was just, oh, it was just really nice. I really liked it as well. Yeah, so those are some recommendations for you to watch. If you've not get, gotten into The Traitors, get into it. And if you want a beautifully sad film, then get into Good Grief. Like, it's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's us. That's it. That's it's it, man. It's a wrap. Um, if you want to keep up with us, you can definitely follow us at SWGTA Podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep chatting with us some more, get in the DMs, get in the comments, or email us at SWGTAPodcast at gmail.com. You can find myself on Instagram at Mercy underscore Able. And I'm at Diana Giffey. And we wish you a very well executed rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that might mean for you, but all I'm saying is get through. Yeah. Get through the week. Um, hopefully it's filled with lots of positive things as well. But we will catch you on the next episode. Bye.